0: Hello and welcome to Room Escape Divas, your podcast on everything escape rooms. Today we have Teresa Piazza and she is the exhibitor and sponsorship. I don't like how I pronounced exhibitor. I don't know how to pronounce anything now. Exhibitor. Exhibitor for Recon. Woo! <laughs> My name is Errol. I'm Amanda. And Mike and Ruby probably will not be with us for a long time because Indeed. they have babies. They well, have babies one baby. now. One they baby. One baby. So they yes. are it's life is over when you have children. So really it's <laughs> not they're not going to be around for a while. But they are still making it out to our Friday night meetups because I think they need some sort of reprieve from baby. <laughs> I have two kids, so I'm speaking from experience here as opposed to slagging on parents, so I'm a parent as well. In fact, I don't know. We are actually this is again another video if people are watching this on the YouTube, so I don't know if my daughter Yeah, she's in the background. I did get her consent for being on the YouTube. It wasn't exactly first.
1: a verbal consent. It was more like a, a stony stare and or then just, just... A
0: teenage whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So hopefully, hopefully that will hold up in a court of law in case, uh, you know, maybe they'll understand teenagers. I'll need a judge that's a teenager. It's like, yeah, we know. We understand. <laughs> anyway, welcome, Teresa. Hi. Thanks for Hi. having me. Ah, oh, thank you. So... Just to clarify, you are one of the amazing team members, or maybe the team mem- team member for Recon, which is the reality escape convention, which is coming up soon. When this gets released, it will be like oh, in like two weeks, August twenty
2: third, twenty fourth. Oh yeah, my goodness!
1: About two weeks from this Friday,
2: which is when it's getting released. I think. Yeah. I mean, Everybody. it's we're recording, and it's eighteen days, but who's counting? Not me. Definitely not me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, people must be panicking. I know I have a meeting with Augie because we're supposed to figure out the IRG and we don't have much yet. So yeah, we're gonna see how that works too.
2: Don't tell me that there's deadlines in the calendar. Don't tell me that. <laughs> oh, Errol, Errol always meets deadlines. So okay,
0: yeah. good. I wasn't told about a deadline, but that's okay. I'll, I'll talk to Augie about it. Augie probably has the deadline anyway. Anyway, I, I understand that you you are good with spreadsheets and calendars. But before we get to that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Teresa?
2: Oh, dear. Um, Yeah, so I don't know what you want to know. I am, like you said, the one person on Recon's team dealing with all the exhibitor and sponsorships. Um, I am just one person on a fairly sizable Recon team, though. There's a whole bunch of us that are helping to put this together in addition to just Lisa and David. Um, So we're really trying to bring all sorts of different special skill sets, but about me, um, since that's what you asked. I got into escape rooms in 2015 I have loved it since I have always wanted to try and find a way to like I don't know do this in some greater capacity than just being a player all the time. And then when I was approached about Recon, I was like, yeah, for sure. I will take all my quarantine time where I'm not allowed to do anything fun and pour it into more work. Yes, totally. (laughs) And that's pretty much what I've been doing.
0: And you are in charge of the exhibitor and sponsors that are part of Recon. And so one of the reasons I thought that you could come on is because I know that we have a lot of owners that listen in and maybe even some potential puzzle designers and creators of sorts that look towards conferences or maybe not even be aware of that this is a thing that they can get involved in when it comes to oh I want to get my work out there and since you're in charge of that I thought it'd be a great thing to talk about because I'm pretty sure I mean manpans hi manpans you there I would just notice that you're looking away maybe you're looking at the clock thinking why is all talking is that what?
1: no no i was i was i was looking at my empty cup of tea and thinking i'm thirsty (laughs)
0: so So you weren't paying attention to me at all
1: no i was listening at the same time you can multi-think
0: i know i'm teasing you anyway because man pants you've been to many conferences as well Sometimes as one of the volunteer groups, a lot of times, but I've been to a bunch of conferences as well, but as a presenter or an exhibitor, not as a sponsor, though. So these are areas that some people might be interested in. So let's talk about conferences. There are only a few of them in regards to the escape room community and out there now on top of recon we also have eric which is in the uk we have you know the escape summit which is in canada we have trans world i don't know if that's still happening i'm assuming that's still happening i'm not too sure and are there other ones there probably are
1: uh up the game go up the game yeah, one of the ones I went yes, to.
0: Obviously, yeah. not the game. That's also in the UK.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's in Europe. That's Europe, in the Netherlands. Europe. No,
0: you're right. That's in your <laughs> Eric is in the UK. Getting them all mixed up. Oh, that's my okay.
1: That's why I'm here <laughs> 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 to bring in the facts. To
0: fix all my mistakes. Yes. <laughs> have you have you helped out with a lot of conventions and conferences, Teresa?
2: Uh, Historically, no. Um, I have volunteered in different capacities for conventions, but this will be the first time where I'm really taking an active role in the overall timeline management of getting everything done and exhibitor and sponsor coordination. So uh, we're kind of learning trial by fire, which is how I do most things in my life, and it seems to be working out okay.
0: Sounds great. And how many exhibitors and sponsors do you have so far?
2: Yeah, we have over 20 exhibitors right now, and uh, just a handful of sponsors. I sent what I think is a lot of cold emails, but like you said (laughs) earlier, we definitely could, if anyone else wants to exhibit or sponsor, uh, the actual deadline was the end of July, but we are accepting if people really want to get their name out there. Uh, We have currently 600 pre-registered attendees, which is crazy, and they come from all over of, like, escape room players and owners and designers and people that are looking to get their content out there. So our exhibitors and sponsors are kind of echoing that where we have some exhibitors who are escape room software providers and then we have some escape rooms that are just exhibiting and then we have people that make props. So it's really we're trying to span the whole industry with whatever people might need to show up in the exhibit hall.
0: Now, the interesting thing is, and one of another reason why I wanted to bring this up as a topic, because this is one of the few conferences, actually not one of the few, now that we have COVID, it's happening all over the place where all conferences are happening online. So that's actually really interesting, because usually when you would have any type of exhibit hall or merch place, it'd be in one great big ballroom just filled with people you know, asking local artists, can you draw this picture of me? And But now it's all just online. How are you handling that?
2: Yeah, that was truly one of the more incredible pivots. So there will be a webpage on the Recon website where it'll list just like, a normal agenda or, I don't know, those maps that have like blocks with numbers in them and tell you which exhibitor is where on the conference floor, Um, we'll have that. And then we'll have a bunch of other websites dedicated to each exhibitor. And then from that website, you'll be able to jump into our communication platform, which is Discord, and chat directly with the exhibitors. So it'll be as close to a real-life convention as we could make it (laughs) virtually.
0: So you'll have so you'll have like a web page and then a link and you click on that link. Will every exhibitor have their own channel or how does it work?
2: Oh, that's what we've got set up right now. Uh because I think it would be channels. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh it's gonna be a lot of channels. I'm gonna be managing all of them. Um (laughs) but I I think it'll be fine. This is trial (laughs) by fire. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get people to the right place and let them have a conversation. And this is I think really representative of what you're going to get at a physical conference and a virtual one because we're not going to make private channels for Errol to talk to Exhibitor A. We're just going to let Errol have a conversation with Exhibitor A and then when I pop into the channel and want to ask my question, I could see the answer or listen to it just like I would in a regular in-person convention.
0: Now, I have been to – actually, I participated in another online convention, also all through Discord. Except maybe people who are listening don't even know what Discord is. Maybe we should explain that. Maybe Teresa should explain that because they'll do a horrible job. It's a chat thing.
2: It is a chat thing. Um, (laughs) It's a chat thing like Slack uh, where you have – a specific community that you can invite a bunch of people into what Discord calls a server, which is like a giant room. And then you can have different smaller breakout rooms inside that where you could have different channels of people talking. And the nice thing, and why we didn't use Slack for this, primarily, I'm speaking like a technical person who made this decision. I'm not, I'm just dealing with the consequences of this decision. Uh, But it (laughs) allows people to have both text and voice and video channels. So. We'll have rooms where people can have discussion groups and those will be the voice and video channels. And then we can just have regular text channels like what you're used to seeing in another program like Slack.
0: Yeah, and I think you have to pay for a bunch of stuff if you're going through Slack. So if you wanted to share your screen, you can't do that in Slack unless you have one of the paid programs. Or it's Discord, you can share your screens and you can do a variety of different things as well from what I understand. Actually, do you also have a karaoke channel? That happens at the, that happened at the conference I went to where somebody would have a, you know, and then people would do karaoke and sing.
2: Uh, we don't have a karaoke <laughs> channel, but that is something we could add. Do you think that that needs to be a text-only channel or does it have to be voice and video? Could we just all type song lyrics all day long in a channel? I would think it's going to happen
1: anyway. If no, Errol's in the channel, it doesn't, just... doesn't
0: have to be video. I don't think people. I think mo- people are horrified enough to to sing. So it, we can make it a bit easier for people just to have a voice channel. That'd be fun.
1: The karaoke channel will only be Errol, and so you'll just basically be going in to listen to Errol sing.
0: What? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people. You know, I bet you, uh, James Cobalt
2: would do it. Okay, you and James can have a karaoke off. (laughs) I will make you a private channel for you and James to sing to each other if that's what you want.
0: (laughs) And I understand, too. Actually, it was interesting because the Discord chat I was on had some sort of weird bot that played music. I don't know how Mm. they had that, but I know there's all going to be all sorts of bots that are happening in the background just facilitating all sorts of things. It's going to be an AI takeover.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of bots in the chat. It, it feels better now because we're doing some early testing to uh, Room Escape Artist's Patreon. And so we have now like somewhere in the neighborhood of 35 people just like trying to break things and give us suggestions for what the Discord server might need to evolve into for recon. Uh, but it was really lonely before because it was like me, one other person, and then like 12 bots. And so it's <laughs> real sad. So now it feels good. It's like a better human to AI ratio in there.
0: And what are the bots in charge of? What do they oh. do? For those that are listening in, they might not know why why you would even have bots in there. But there's many good reasons to have bots in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have any bots that play music, but I'm, I'm well aware of some that do. Uh, but most of the time, the bots are just there to handle a bunch of m- manual tasks, just like regular robot work, stuff that humans don't want to do anymore. We just gave that to the bots. Uh, but mostly it'll be around, like, scheduling. And when you want to sign up for something, you can react in some way to a message and that will tell the bot what to do.
0: Oh, so it's they're kind of like uh, help, help people, support people. They'll tell you where to go to maybe, hopefully, maybe.
2: We have humans for that. We actually oh. have a bunch of volunteers. In addition to the core recon team, which is also all volunteers, we have more volunteers oh. and we have volunteers that will be concierges. So if you find one of them, you can ask them any question under the sun and they should be able to get you to the right place. Uh, and then we'll have facilitators and moderators.
0: That's going to be like a lot of organization. Oh, I feel for you, Teresa. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was noticing that, like, how are you doing, the, how are you doing the, the speaker handling of things? Are they all going to be in just one room? Like what you would do in a normal conference, you'd have like one room, ballroom A, and then somebody comes into ballroom A, and then they're done, and they leave, and then somebody else comes into ballroom A. Are you going to mm-hmm. have like one channel like that? Or is this just going to be like... 70 channels, each speaker has their own channel.
2: Well, this keeps changing, but the direction that we're at right now, I feel like we've been on a good path. And with 18 days to go, I think we're probably going to stay here. <laughs> uh, but what we're going to be doing is that all of the talks are pre recorded. And those will all be posted one by one. Yeah, I watched yours already. It's very funny. Actually, both of yours, I guess. I mean, it's, it's Manda. It's your talk, but uh, I'm not sure who has is more camera though? time. Is it Truly really not sure who has more camera time.
0: For the record, that was Manda's idea. That was my
2: idea. Was too. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure she masterminded that. The great thing about pre-recording is that Manda knew what she was providing us. And if she didn't like it, she could just... She you, you could just go somewhere without Errol, you.
1: So for those, a little slightly spoiler, Errol does make an appearance in my video, and he's disappointed that I, uh, in his words, took out all the good parts. Oh, so, I am. Um, oh, yeah, in
0: real life, <laughs> I am disappointed about all the good parts that were taken out. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think that that would, I thought it would be
2: fine. <laughs> I want to see the blooper reel, because if the oh, good parts were taken out. There will be a blooper reel. Trust me on that. Yeah. yeah anyway. some bonus content
1: yeah i have to say it's like it's interesting doing a pre-recorded talk because on the one hand it takes the some of the pressure off right of the mm-hmm. live live internet failing things that can often happen with with these um zoom calls and 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 but at the same time like i'm, I'm just so used to doing things live and it was kind of neat to to try to pre-recorded I realized I could edit things so if I did something dumb
2: I could be like oh
1: just you know look at that I never said
2: it hooray (laughs) yeah totally um I realized that pre-recording was a good thing when I I also I don't have an opportunity to speak in front of large crowds anymore never super did for I'm sure the level that you have but I took an online speech class my senior year in college and was like this is a no-brainer like I can perfect everything. And <laughs> I'm definitely going to take this. But yeah, it, it comes with some interesting challenges where you can get really hung up that if you say something on stage, you're like, well, can't go back and change that. And then yeah. you sit there in front of the video editing and you're just like, No, I can do it better. I'll re-record a fourth time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the challenge on stage, like that, that could be dangerous too, because I think I was going through and I was ready to punch myself in the face because I would restart something 20 times over. And like, I think at some point I just went, no, just keep going. Whereas on stage, the challenge is masking that you've just said something stupid without making it look like you said something stupid and just pushing through it. Uh, yeah. So it's like pros and cons to both. But yeah, it, the, the pre-recording. Do,
0: do my tactic, man, Pans. Just, you know. <laughs> just say stupid things all the time I mean, it doesn't then, matter.
1: and then people are pleasantly surprised when something intelligent comes out look uh, at that
0: that doesn't come that doesn't happen often but it's all good <laughs> i had fun uh appearing in man pan's video though so that was good <laughs> yeah, i think good.
1: that i think that'll be apparent when people watch it she, so she gave yeah. me a
0: script and then i didn't follow it at all. i didn't I'm expect shocked.
1: you to yeah <laughs> you'll see you'll see one of my improv fails in that too when uh I, I tried to stick to the script too much, but generally when Errol does something, I'm ready to just go with whatever he does. I think there was a line in the script that I put in just says, I don't know, Errol says something snarky and you know, and uh he didn't even stick to that. He just kind of <laughs> you know, got up and walked away when he wanted. Yeah, anyway, that's going too much into my talk, but yeah, that's well, it's okay. It's so
2: yeah. We can <laughs> we can bring this wholly full circle. So if yeah. if you want to, if there's a person listening to this and they want to listen to and watch your talk uh where this whole conversation started is that we will have one website that you can go to and just watch talk after talk after talk and if that's how you want to engage with recon great you can sit there and listen to all the talks um in the discord side of things though to not overwhelm everyone and have this massive channel of just a bunch of people talking about every single talk each talk on the discord side does have its own separate channel to try and keep conversation in an area where if i'm really interested in this topic i can go learn a lot about it Um, and if i'm not interested in that topic then i can not even see the channel at all
0: oh cool and then i guess if you're in that channel you could just discuss because i understand that the presenters will be there and you can just discuss with them all sorts of things and ask your questions
2: that's the plan yeah
0: oh wow so that's kind of nice and so will there also be like kind of lounging channels and coffee (laughs) water hangout channels and
2: yeah, I think it's a it's a bring your own coffee water piece, but we will supply the communication channel. There are tons of other channels about just general topics about, I can think there's one about LARPs, there's one about crosswords. We can create any channel. If you'd like to suggest some channels that we create, we can go ahead and do that right now. Uh, but there Keri are plenty OP of other- ca- I yes, Yes, <laughs> karaoke <Keriop laughs> channel, got it. Uh, going on the list right after this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we have plenty of like more we have a, a whole channel for off topic that I assume that you should find yourself in most of the time <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> so I, I I take it this might be one of your first uh, conferences, oh, well, as you said, uh, that you haven't made you haven't helped organize um, any online conference before, so this is probably your first uh, have you Have you had a chance to be on other online conference? in anywhere else? Because I I found it actually very fascinating when I I saw it being done. I don't know if you've had a chance to see other ones.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I have popped into just a handful of online conferences since, you know, that's like basically figuring out what the rest of the market is doing in this area right now as everyone's trying to pivot. Most recently, I was just... um, Participating in listening to the Gen con, which went fully oh, right. virtual, which is right. daunting. I've never been in person um, no. so I imagine completely daunting in person and even more daunting online um so a couple of the learnings that we took that I took away from the very few talks that I listened to because I didn't even play any games. I was petrified of that community of just being like, I would be the person who didn't know what she was doing in this game. Um, But I was listening to some of the talks and I think it's just really important to have really clear methods of how you go and do a thing because i found myself super stuck for like 20 minutes to join my first talk turns out it was probably (laughs) user error because i didn't read one of the it said like location twitch and then i was like where twitch is giant (laughs) how do i find it um but i think it's really important to just make sure that your attendees have all the information that they need like really clearly in front of them to be able to not spend a bunch of time trying to figure out where a certain thing is or how they interact with it just Give that really clearly and i think we're trying to do that i mean we're definitely trying to do that at recon and i think we're succeeding but we'll see yeah,
0: that <laughs> makes total sense because sometimes it's hard to find where to go i don't think it's sometimes i don't think it's user failure isn't it don norman who says that it's really the designer failure if your users can't figure it out Hmm. And 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 it's and it's hard to navigate the the social sphere, especially when there's so many places to go. If we told somebody, to go, "Hey, go to Facebook, and you'll find our group." It's like, oh, well, well, that's been, you know. And Facebook changes its interface every five minutes, so it's like same thing with Zoom. Oh my goodness, they turn things on, they turn things off. I can't find anything with Zoom. Anyway, so well, that's great. I think that's an amazing learning because it's hard. It's hard to find things on the internet.
2: <laughs> it's hard to find things on the internet. Yes, that is accurate.
0: <laughs> and you find other things you don't want to find, or, or maybe you'll pleasantly find things. You know. So there you go. That's just like going on Reddit or Wikipedia.
1: So going going back to your specific job uh, for exhibitors and sponsors, um, putting aside the the online portion of this for a moment, how do you how would you go about? deciding who to approach for sponsorship and and who to approach for to be an exhibitor or do you um, have an application open for exhibitors to apply
2: Yeah there is an open application uh, it's just a form it's they don't even need to you don't need to tell us. There's no real application-y part of it. We're not judging the previous work experience or something like that. Uh, on the recon website that you can find from a drop-down that just says exhibitors and sponsors. Um, and the people that we reached out to initially were the individuals that might have companies where we think that the whole industry could benefit from and possibly like instead of just possibly people that constantly show up to these escape room conventions like prop designers um, or software providers. We tried to approach companies that would also have like business assets that people might need like small-scale HR or um, (laughs) legal consulting or like things that you might be trying to find on the internet but can't find someone that might want to work with a small escape room company. Uh, So there was a very, very, very long list of um, brainstormed exhibitors and sponsors that the recon team put together. And then I emailed all of them many times because getting through to some people's emails is almost impossible. Uh, But we ended up with a good group. And I think that We've had, even though I mentioned that the applications, the forums were closed um, at the end of July, we've had a number of them come in this week, which we are furiously working to incorporate. Um, but I think next year, after the recon virtual convention is a success, we'll have even more, hopefully, like podcasts like this that say, hey, you should be there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so one of the 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 bottlenecking aspect of being online makes it easier for an exhibitor or a sponsor to talk to potential people who are interested in what they are doing or selling. But here, I can imagine if you're on Discord, you might be, you know, inundated with all sorts of questions and people especially if you're super popular like man pants when everybody comes to your panel then you're just gonna be like bombarded with questions no, are you gonna go no. are you gonna do do exhibitors have the ability to also have uh, vocal or voice and video or is it all going to be text and do you have any maybe suggestions on how the, to handle the masses
2: yeah, so each exhibitor or sponsor is kind of handling it differently at this point. There are some exhibitors who just want their web page up and they're not gonna be super active in the Discord and that's like far and away the rarity. And then there are other people who are like, we've got this many demos scheduled and I need this voice chat and I want people to play my game or whatever it is. And we're setting up specific voice and video channels for that. Um, we're definitely giving every exhibitor a text chat by default. And then voice and video is just an as needed basis so that we don't continue to expand the number of channels in Discord and confuse everyone.
0: Yes. Although I think sometimes you can hide our channels so that people won't get too confused. Or, mm-hmm. or yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. So they're going to have like online, like game devil de- demos and maybe live plays. That'd be, that'd be fun. You know? That's right. You can do a Twitch stream, man, pants. You can do a live play.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. We should do celebrity run-throughs of them and then post them on... Well, Room Escape artists would need to get... Recon would need to get a Twitch, I think. But we have a YouTube channel, yeah. so you could post them there.
1: Oh, you could just use, like, uh, Streamlabs, yeah to, yeah, to do that. Yeah. Neat.
0: And then, then they'll... I wonder if they'll have, like, you know, virtual display boards or something where you can see stuff, but I think it's kind of neat that you can like play and see, are there going to be a lot of uh, people bringing online games to demo? How are they going to do that? would are they just, I guess show a video or.
2: We're not super sure. Um, (laughs) A lot of that is being left up to each exhibitor and what they want to bring. Uh, The one thing that we will have is we are working on a list of like free play games that people could form their own teams and play during recon. Like, if you've ever been to, I'm sure, a Gen Con or a PAX, they're like open game tables where you can grab something and sit down with your friends and play. Uh, so, we're looking to create that sort of environment as best we can online as well.
0: It's actually interesting because with this, usually a lot of the other conferences, escape room conferences, are geared more towards owners. Are there going to be a lot of uh, exhibitors that would cater to the enthusiast crowd as well so that you know both enthusiasts and owners would be interested in?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the split is, but off the top of my head, I'll go ahead and say that I think 50% of our current exhibitors would appeal to players or enthusiasts as well. And on the exhibitor side, it's if they have some sort of play at home or tabletop escape room, game that they want to play they could be appealing to owners to say sell this in your lobby and then appealing to players as like just pick this up from your local game shop amazon whatever so it's a benefit to both the exhibitors to have owners and players there and then certainly the exhibit hall is not just for owners it's in, it'll have interesting content for players as well.
0: And I know it works because on our Friday meetups, I know Hive Mind Escapes are on our Friday meetups as well. And everybody was talking about all these games and immediately they just bought three of them during the meetup. It was a very expensive meetup. For me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it was exciting as people were like, you know, hyping up games.
2: Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of that will happen at Recon. There's plenty of knowledgeable people who have opinions on the games that are out there and i'm sure <laughs> that that will fill the channels opinions it's... man all over the internet
0: it's on this podcast too all sorts of opinions these we're gonna yeah. ask something man pants
1: no i was gonna comment on the fact that i almost did i've i don't know maybe it's the quarantine or something but i've been very like susceptible to like Buying um,
0: everything on Amazon.
1: You know, just buying things. Like, I think Errol said, like, hey, look at this game. You should buy it. And I just went, okay. Like, not even barely reading any reviews. Just, like, purely on recommendation from a couple of people. I was like, okay, sure. Take my money. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I've been spending a lot more money this summer um,
0: <laughs> I, I, I should. I have. I know yeah. I have. I actually... I wonder if somebody has stats on that. The level of online buying must have like skyrocketed cuz I yeah. I don't sure. normally online buy. In fact, I think I bought before before COVID, I think about like three things on Amazon. Now, don't even ask me. It's not it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> I got it. I just got a purchase today. It was great. <laughs>
2: The delivery guy just keeps showing up with packages he does. He every does. day. He or he does, and it's
0: it's amazing. It's like, oh, I used to not. I didn't like knocks at the door because it was somebody wanting to bother me. It's probably like <laughs> Roger saying, "Do you want to upgrade your?" No, I don't. Just come on. You want to buy more phone services? No. Anyway, that does, we won't
2: Now it's
1: just stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just Sorry. stuff. Just stuff <laughs> for me, and then because like Errol forgets. Everything. So, you know, it's like a big pleasant surprise each time. It's like, oh, look, I have a box of something. Who knows what it is? And then it's always a box of
0: mouse pads that I bought. Is it here yet? No, it's been three months. I don't know where those mouse pads are. I think they just lost them. Actually, that was good. It's just like, you know, $6 mouse pads. The only thing that's been lost on Amazon. So
2: Yeah, it feels like of all of the things that could have been lost in the mail, the mouse the pads. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Can you imagine if you were waiting <laughs> for a game or something? It's like, okay. Why do you need a whole box of mouse pads? No,
0: no. So it was two. Oh. <laughs> was two.
2: Two okay. Well, I, that's also, I guess, a whole box because everything <laughs> that shows up at your door is in a box. So. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Two mouse pads seems appropriate.
0: So what... Well, advice could you give people who are going to be presenting online, even from either a tech perspective or a prep perspective?
2: I think that the best advice that I can give someone who's going to be presenting online is to make sure that they have practiced. And I mean, practice in the way that I'm sure that every exhibitor knows exactly how to pitch their product in real life. And I'm sure that a bunch of people are even skilled at doing it online at this point, but the people that haven't done it, It's different. It's just like speaking recorded, like we were talking about earlier. I'm sure that there's things that you want to do in real life that you can't do virtually, or you need to figure out another way to do virtually. So um, definitely doing some sort of test run, making sure you're in a quiet area. There is nothing that makes me want to leave a video chat faster than a bunch of background noise. So I think that it's really... Birds, uh, screaming children, uh, car noises, whether that be honking or just road noise. Yeah, uh, that's not probably the best way to present to potentially 600 people at recon. So just making sure that all of those things are squared away and then that leaves the room for you to really present what you want uh, as people aren't distracted because it's so hard to keep people's attention virtually. Um, but making sure that you're at least not having any of these negative externalities around you detracting from your pitch would be best.
0: Because we also have the internet, you know, that's just <laughs> a window away. YouTube could be up, you know, or maybe Vicky, somebody could just be watching K-dramas while you're talking and they're not paying attention to anything you're saying. It's I'm paying it's attention totally now. Possible. Manpans was looking at her tea while I was talking, so... I'm
1: thirsty. (laughs) I need to actually go grab some water because I'm like on the verge of coughing constantly right now. And
0: I'm like, (laughs) go grab some water. I'll be right back. You keep talking. We're going to talk about all the exciting things now while you're gone. It's interesting because how many speakers do you have? How many
2: speakers? Oh, this is a hard question. Um, I'm one step away from speakers, and I'm going to get the number wrong. 14. Uh, yeah. actually that's even worse. Don't even take that because I think <laughs> we have 14 different schedule slots. Um, and some of those slots will be panels, which will have somewhere in the neighborhood of like five to seven speakers, five mm-hmm. to seven groups. I think the biggest group of people that we have speaking at recon might be 10 different people. Cause it's like pairs of people. Um, yeah, I don't know the answer to that question. There's no really good, succinct answer I can provide. Uh, there's a different Recon Corps team volunteer named Cindy who has all of that wrangled. And if you asked her that question, she would be able to immediately provide an answer. I can only tell you the exhibitors and sponsors.
0: <laughs> but no, a lot. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I can imagine there's going to be a lot. And I, actually, I, I think it'd be the, the cool thing. I find is that I've, I've been able to attend a lot more conferences now, not so much because of the locality, but even if I'm at work and I'm doing something that doesn't need to oh, engage yeah. my brain. I mean, not that I don't, okay, I don't engage my brain, but if I'm just well,
1: doing, if you're like doing work, data entry or something,
2: yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, right? it's yeah. like listening it, to music, right? Yeah, yeah, I
0: can have it on in the background and it's like, Oh, that's interesting. And I can ask my question. Right. Uh, especially if it's a music conference, then that's the easiest thing on the planet. I have that in the background all the time. But but this is a nice thing too, because this is still running on Sunday and Monday, is it? Yep. Or is it? Yeah. is a Yeah, Sunday and Monday. Monday. And, I, and I work on like Mondays, but I can have it run in the background. I guess the hard part is trying to figure out which channel I'm going to check out for all the speakers. Oh, do you plan on having all the speakers like competing for... Because there's 14, but only two days. So we have to choose whom we wish to listen to
2: you. I mean, none of the speakers right now are pitted against each other. There's no sort of thing of like, uh, if we don't, we're not banning your entry. I mean, maybe we will, if you attend (laughs) Sunday and then you, you can definitely attend Monday. Uh, but the way that the speakers, the way that the talks are going to be released is that we have a schedule and at certain times the talks will be up. Um, And currently, there's no decision to be made about, am I going to attend talk A or talk B? They overlap. They're at the same time. You could go to every single talk if you wanted to spend the full time at Recon
0: oh that's amazing
1: that's good errol's imagining some hunger games of, of speaker talks or something <laughs> yeah, like a bracket with
2: like well it's just gonna be a lot of man talking because she's won the last seven heats and so she's gonna give the finale yeah no that's not gonna happen you go no. to a lot of conferences but uh yeah that's not gonna happen
0: yeah no it, it, it's just sad though because like oh i want to see that one but then there's this one. Oh, no. Right. You won't have so, to
2: make that choice.
0: I know. That's that's the best because I I just want somebody to tell me to do things. I don't <laughs> want to make any choices, just like my youngest daughter. Like, what do you want oh. to eat? I don't know. <laughs> Rotten kids.
1: Well, like I guess at physical conferences, right, you need to justify having the space. So, like, putting different speakers in different rooms at the same time uh, makes sense because you're paying for a venue as well, right? And it's – it's uh, it's necessary. Whereas online, you have a little bit more leeway. I think there's a couple of online conferences where I attended where it's like, you know, you got to pick this one or that one. Um, And I, you know, hemmed it like I despaired over it. But uh, for the most part, I've been able to see everything. It's great.
2: Yeah. I mean, when we were planning recon to happen in Boston, we had a schedule structure that would be like you expect. There were two different rooms. It was talks happening concurrently and we were having two different tracks so that if you wanted to engage with it as one type of person, it was like, okay, go to all these talks. If you were engaging on another side, it was like, okay, go to these talks. And then there were talks in common um, and we were giving people the ability to attend whatever they wanted, but that was like the recommended track. Uh, And then when we moved virtual, we were like, all right, now we have very lightweight infrastructure and we can just list one right after the other. Let's do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Totally.
0: So while you've been planning all of this, is there anything, even while you've been prepping, that you've learned on the way with this trial by fire? I know it hasn't even started yet, but.
2: Truly so many different things. Um, (laughs) I think that we've learned a couple of different things, uh, and I'll speak for the whole recon team. And one is that uh, this going pivoting virtual is a challenge, especially because no one's really perfected this because we're in, I don't know, month five, six at this point of living in this weird, we can't travel anywhere sort of world. Um, and everything that you think would be easy to do usually takes way more time than you think it's going to. Uh, And then the other thing is, and we keep, this is like an internal joke on the recon team is like marketing works. Like when we, (laughs) when we talk about this, like, wow, people sign up and it's just like, whoa, okay, great. So like we, we told someone about it and then they told people and then like we see the pre-regs come in and we're like, wow, marketing works. But that's just the joke on the recon team that it's like, we should still continue to spend effort because, and then someone will say like, Marketing works. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's really interesting. Um, there's, We're going to learn so, so, so much over the next 18 days and the two days of the convention. And then the day following is a virtual escape jam. So we're going to learn a ton so then. So excited for that. So It's going to be so great. Uh, for yeah. those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we have partnered with Jeb Havens, who runs In Real Life uh game jams like escape room jams i went to one once and it was incredible it was an exhausting like 12 hour day of building a 20 minute escape room out of i don't know uh cardboard and (laughs) stuffed animals maybe (laughs) uh but it was really really fun we're gonna try and recreate it online um there's still tickets available if you wanted to do that but it's super limited
1: oh, I should do that now while we're talking.
2: (laughs) You should 100% do it right now because we sold another two tickets today. Uh, And this already sold out once. We initially only had half the amount of tickets that we were going to have. And so we brought in another person to help out with it. So now Tommy Haunton from Stash House out in L.A. is going to be Jeb's right-hand man uh, so that we were able to open up more tickets. Um, And that's going to be super great, but we're going to learn a ton. And I'm sure that being the very first recon and the very first virtual recon, there are going to be things that either don't go great and people notice, or there are things that don't go great and the recon team notices, but we are just going to continue to roll with the punches. We've been trying to take all of the disaster planning notes that we need of like, okay, if this system feels fails, what do we do? Okay. If that system fails, what do we do? And uh, we're, kind of testing that right now because of the power outages. Um, there are people that don't have power that would be critical for running this convention. So we're happy that it's happening now. Right. We have we have a plan. This was in the disaster recovery plan. We have a plan. We're executing it. But there's certainly going to be curveballs and things thrown our way. And we're hoping that just the community that has joined us for or will join us for recon will Keep it going and uh, not be set back when we have technical difficulties and hopefully pre-recording all these talks will take out one tiny little bit of like I don't know internet stability as a risk Ooh. I've just bought my ticket Woo-hoo. yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's gonna be a blast we have a super great group uh, that's gonna go through it I've just I'm really jealous that I can't do it maybe if there's a ticket available I'll do it maybe I'll see how much work I have to do for it I probably can't do it. Uh, I, I, I'm lucky
1: because I, happen- I already had booked out vacation that week for the the Boston version yeah. uh, when I was going to go physically and I just kept the vacation booked. So I'm like,
2: yay. Yeah, use your <laughs> travel day. You were going to go traveling anyway. Um, yeah. Makes total sense. What else do you have to use your vacation days on in 2020 when you can't go anywhere? Might as well take the day off, Seriously? do a virtual escape jam, hang out in yeah. Zoom all day, or yeah. Discord in this case. Yeah i'm excited <laughs> that's gonna be great yeah the whole thing is gonna be great and the jam yeah. is gonna be really fun so who are just cu- out of curiosity who are some of the sponsors for for recon um we have four or we have three sponsors i'm waiting for a fourth to come in it's buzz the enigma emporium and shiffer publishing oh cool yeah Uh, So you can always find their information directly on the main recon homepage. You can scroll and find their logos and find out more about them. Um, But Buzzshot and Enigma Emporium have been with us since this was supposed to be in Boston and then was pivoted to digital. Uh, So they've been with with us this whole time. Uh, And then, like I said, we should have maybe one more sponsor coming in today. Uh, It's kind of a... Everything is a little bit more flexible because we can do it online. So I'm a little reluctant to be like, well, actually deadline closed. So unfortunately we can't do it. (laughs) So we're just treating it case by case. And eventually I will have too much work to create too many assets. And then I'll be like, I really can't. I can't. Yeah. At one point it's closed, but we'll see. We don't, we don't have to uh... go ahead.
0: i out of Boston. I didn't know that or not.
2: Um, I can find out where they're based. I have too many different ideas in my head. Um, let's find out.
0: Because I, I was, I was going to book it to come. Yeah,
1: to I was really excited. There's so many
0: people that I could see because, you know, the longer you hang out in the industry, the more people you get to know. Yeah. And there's all sorts of people in Boston. Like There's also come like all. new
1: escape rooms coming out. and But yeah, maybe someday, not anytime soon because... We're keeping our border shut, and closed, oh, yeah. and locked up.
0: But yeah, nobody's allowed to come to Canada.
1: No, so. my brother. My brother works at the border, and I guess they get American tourists every day who try to come through, but
2: well, there is yeah. this crazy article recently about the fact that they had restricted Americans from trying to go to Canada by boat. I was like, really, guys? Like you do understand that? Like there is a system in place to keep <laughs> you in your country, right? Like, <laughs> I will just take a ship across.
1: That's not going they've to They've never work. thought of a boat. Yes. <laughs>
2: That's truly the weirdest.
1: No, no one owns the water. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, I we don't have to put this in, but uh, just on the topic of sponsorships, like, I do... Uh, I've, I do bookkeeping for charities and stuff, and, and a lot of their programming for a few of my clients, of course, had to get canceled, like, you know, walking tours and stuff, and the uncomfortable conversations that have to happen when they've already received money from sponsorship, and you have to go back and say, like, so gee,
2: can we keep your money, or do you want it back? <laughs> yeah, we had that conversation. Um, so the way that the Reality Escape Convention handled that, when we were like, okay, great, we're not going to be in person, but you've already given us this money, um, we actually offered everyone a refund. Um, yeah. yeah, And that was... That was one of the things that we took a little bit of risk because, I I mean, we signed a contract to be in person and we didn't exactly know what our venue was going to do but realized that it really didn't make a bunch of sense to be like, well, you've given us money and we're keeping it. Oh, and the industry might be in shambles because no one can go out of their homes, but like, nah, tough luck. So (laughs) that was definitely not what we pursued. And then we had a couple of people who stuck with us this whole time and then anyone who just basically wanted to roll their exhibiting or sponsorship or attendee ticket forward to next year when we hopefully can actually host in boston they'll get this year for free so that was the deal that we struck uh with people and it was received super great like so many people reached out and were like really appreciate like sorry you need to ask for a refund because i don't know what i'm doing right now but really appreciate this like the flexibility is incredible like thanks so much you're doing the right thing which made us feel really good um and not everyone did. So a bunch of people just rolled it forward to next year and we have a hopeful outlook that we'll actually be able to be in Boston.
1: Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, But I was what I was going to say was like, you know, yeah, as much as we hope to be in Boston next year, still really looking forward to the online conference this year and really impressed, you know, with like, yeah, just how fast you had to pivot uh, that decision because, you know, it wasn't like it was a conference happening in the winter or anything. It was like, soon August yeah let me tell
2: you that wasn't scary at all that that like having zero having (laughs) to be like wow we really needed to start doing this in January but we're making the decision in April that wasn't scary no that's yeah yeah
1: exactly so I'm glad that it's all working out and we're really looking forward to it um, so thank you very much for for joining us here today to talk and and tell us all about your experiences organizing an online conference. Oh my goodness, uh, can't wait for it to happen. Uh, so if people would like to find out
2: more about Recon, where can they go? You can go to realityescapecon.com and then all the information is there. Yeah,
0: and you can right. find her bio on the team page if you want to know everything about Teresa.
2: Yes, which I wrote a long time ago and don't remember exactly what's in it. So (laughs) that's
0: fun. Project management is your jam.
2: That is true. I was actually, that was the only line I actually remembered putting into my bio because it is my jam. I love project management. Deadlines are my jam.
0: Which is amazing because we asked people because we're looking for someone that could run our lives. And they all immediately said, Teresa. Teresa she's going to do it and she'll be amazing and so that's why I've requested Teresa to run my life and hopefully she will stay. yes, say yes. I'm not even joking.
2: I have said yes already to this. I'm not sure what contract I need to sign. Well, you don't um, need to sign a contract, but yeah, you might see, like, so change I said your yes.
0: mind because nah. it's like, oh, wait, I've met Errol now. I don't think I want to do that. So, oh,
2: know. no, your reputation, just like mine, precedes you. So I already knew exactly what I was getting into when I agreed to this. And no one has any context for what we're talking about at this point. Because uh, okay. it's not related to recon. But the That's more true. important thing is that I will have something to do with my life after recon ends because I think I'm physically incapable of only working my normal day to day job and then relaxing in the evenings. I think at this point, I have so much recon work that happens like after my normal work day ends. Like now, I'm going to go into a uh, test live stream <laughs> that we're going to go into tonight. Uh, after this, but I need something to fill my time once recon wraps. And then we just, of course, start planning for next year, but we have like a little bit of downtime.
0: Oh, I hope that there'll be some sort of online aspect next year as well. I wonder if conferences are going to try to keep that, like conventions and things, because that does allow for a lot of people to be part. But I can imagine if it's in life, then you'd have to set up cameras and internets. And, yeah. and it's horrible in ho- hotels. Oh, my really. God.
2: It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. And it's really expensive. Yes. How yeah. are they yeah. doing that? If I was paying for any other service and I was like, yeah, it's that expensive and it's terrible. I would just try not to pay for it. But they get you at those hotels.
0: Anyway, sorry, Manpens. You were going to talk us out. All right. Well,
1: Room Escape Thank Divas. You, Teresa. Thank you very much Sorry, again, Teresa. I
0: interrupt you, man. <laughs> Thanks
2: for having me. We'll just all interrupt <laughs> each other. The this course. is the ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Room Escape Divas Thank is brought you, to you. Teresa. Oh, I almost swore there. <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Are you good? Are we good? Are you, are you... Do you have it all out of your system yet? I'm still enjoying it. Okay, good. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by InverseGenius.com. You can go to InverseGenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at RoomEscapeDivas at gmail.com. We love getting emails. Uh, If you are on Twitter, you can use the hashtag REDIVAS. And if you are on Facebook, you can uh, go like our page. Just click the like button. And every Friday for the remainder of this month... Uh, Errol has to, by the way, set this event up in Facebook. We are going oh, to be having... set com- up!
0: Oh. Yeah, ended as of Zoom. July. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I
1: should make the Facebook page. Uh, we are going to be having community meetups. We have it every Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
0: Uh, it's a good time. We talk for an
1: we hour. I don't even
0: know when it's going to stop. I have no idea when it's going to stop.
1: I don't it's know either. We just if, it, if, it, it. if it's if it's still good, it's just kind of a. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know if it's good now, if, but people if, keep showing up. People so. <laughs> keep
1: showing up, so I'm impressed. And yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, come come join us, have a chat. That's where Errol usually spoils everything. Somehow he spoiled many things. He spoiled. I yeah. don't spoil
0: movies. I don't spoil movies.
1: No, but you spoil our life events, which is possibly worse. I don't know. You spoiled. Uh, Mike and Ruby's announcement, I think.
0: I didn't spoil it. I think people knew that the baby was coming. Right? <laughs> it was on Facebook first, so that's as long as it was on Facebook first, the net okay. net, it was public knowledge. I
2: agree. Yeah. I think.
1: I think you were. I think you did spoil that. I was speaking at recon.
0: Yeah,
2: that, have to that, say that. I might have yeah. spoiled that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People knew. I forgot. It hadn't been announced yet. Like, we, it's like you you knew about speaking at recon for like months ahead of time, right? So
1: I know, and I was, and so, I was so excited to be the first one to share. Out... Oh no, Meryl got there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I meant I got to torture you about it, so yay. Anyway, thanks guys. Bye-bye. bye bye